Hi everyone and welcome back to Walk With Bex. Well, it's been a crazy busy couple of weeks and I'm heading into another mad one ahead. Um, last week I flew out to Prague to support my client Lucy in her first show of the season and she did so, so well. Walking away with a third place trophy in a very competitive regional show and it was just so wonderful being there for her and being able to peak her just right in person as opposed to online, which is how I prep all of my girls. You know, last year was her first ever season and she placed fifth in her first show and then fourth at her second show. And, you know, which meant that she had room to improve, which is what you always want in this sport. But she knew she needed more condition and, you know, the detail to come through. So taking a, sh a short improvement season for her, which was like, I think it was like eight to ten weeks, um, kept things relatively tight. And then we were able to bring her in with not only more condition, but also some muscle added to her glutes and her delts, which was what they wanted for her bikini category. The feeling of being in the audience in person and watching her live on stage was simply amazing. And as a coach, there's nothing like it. Working with clients to achieve their goals, supporting them through months and years sometimes of training and progress, and then to see it all come together and watch them shine is just absolutely magic. I was also able to enjoy seeing some of the sights in Prague as last year when I traveled there for the pro show, it was a very quick and rushed like weekend trip. So I really feel like I was able to enjoy the whole experience whilst managing work well and still having a little bit of downtime. Don't get me wrong, it was a very busy and hectic trip and I still feel like I haven't properly recovered from it yet, but it was so, so worth it. And this weekend just gone, Lucy competed again at the championships in um, the Czech Republic and she placed second. So she's improving show to show and this is what we want. And it can happen if you plan your peak weeks really well and you manage things really, really closely show to show. So I have a lot of girls on the prep team at the moment. And of course I coach a lot for lifestyle too, but those on prep like and leading into their shows, they're checking in with me literally daily. You know, it's important that I keep a close eye on them from like six weeks out. We do like bi-weekly check-ins, so they check in twice. And then from for some of them, like from four or three weeks out, it literally is daily because their bodies are changing so quickly. Um, and if they have been making steady progress and had a successful prep, then these things need to be managed very effectively. I think it's also important for those who are competing for the first time that I support them, not only kind of physically with their physiques, but mentally and emotionally too. You know, prep isn't easy. You're putting your body through something it doesn't want to do. And for most part, it's a mental battle, not just battling through your training sessions and your cardio, but also battling through like self-image, self-doubt, and for want of a better term, quote unquote, prep brain like it's a real thing and when you're on prep your head just plays tricks on you and it's my job as a coach to keep a watchful eye over my girls and be able to reassure them and give them the support they need and explain why we're implementing or changing things as the days and weeks progress I truly love the sport of bodybuilding clearly you guys know that and obviously I want my girls to enjoy it too and this is why I'm actually flying out again <laughs> to another client show in the UK um, for my um, client Q who's competing on Sunday at the PCA First Timers. You know, she's a first-time competitor and I want to really support her in the lead up to 
this show. So I'm flying out tomorrow <laughs> and she's looking very, very good. And she's at that stage where her body is literally a furnace, you know, and it's changing daily and I keep refeeding her and she keeps burning it off. And she's had multiple refeeds and her cardio has now gone completely. And, you know, she's well into peak week now. And I want to make sure that we bring the right balance of condition and fullness for her bikini class in order for her to look and feel her best at her first ever show. So I will be on a plane again come tomorrow uh, midday and spending some time in London before heading up north for her show in Coventry. And so I guess in today's episode, what I really want to do is I want to get into what I believe makes a good coach. You know, not just because I'm a coach myself and have been doing this for years, but because there are so many like new and aspiring coaches coming through the ranks at the moment. And I mentor a lot of new online coaches myself too. I want this podcast episode to be valuable to those listening who are looking to hire a coach and those who are wanting to become one themselves or set up their online coaching business. I believe that a good coach has the right balance of warmth and competence. They know what they are doing, they have the knowledge and experience to help those they work with, but they also have the warmth and emotional intelligence to support in a caring and compassionate way. So if you are currently a coach or looking to become one, I think it's really a good idea to take a look at this balance of warmth and competence. And there is a warmth and competence model, which is like a four square grid that kind of ranks your levels of warmth and competence. And I think it's a good idea to see where you fit and kind of perhaps look at ways in which you could improve or things that you could work on in order to find that right balance. So let's start with the most desired balance you want to be highly warm and highly competent you know if you have both in equally high measures you're admired by those you work with you are seen as high status but not competing with others you have expert knowledge but don't shove it in people's faces or show off about it you share your experience in a warm and friendly way while still being credible and part of a team that's the optimal scenario If you are the opposite end of the spectrum, you have low warmth and low competence, you're seen as low status and constantly competing with others. You might even hold others in contempt because you are lacking in areas which others have and so you feel unsupported and by nature you are probably more closed off from others and you find it really difficult to connect and be warm with others. If you have high competence but low warmth, You're seen as high status, yes, but others can't relate to you. You portray competitiveness because your intellect is what separates you from others and and people find it hard to connect with you and to trust you. Your status and knowledge can seem sometimes too high, therefore others are unlikely to reach out to you or ask for your support. Ultimately, you intimidate them. Whereas if you have low competence but high warmth, You're seen as low status and not someone that people see as a reliable source of information and knowledge. You appear warm and friendly, which is great, but people don't take you seriously because you're unable to offer solutions or intelligence that can support them moving forward. They will more than likely be your friend than they will a client. And I think as a coach, you will always want to aim to fit in that top right-hand side of the grid, you know, highly competent and highly warm. But it's also important to find a balance in that area. 
you know, my clients know that I bring a wealth of knowledge and experience to my coaching services, all of which I've acquired over my years of training, through my own fitness journey too, but also through working with hundreds of clients over the years. I've got the results to prove the skill set and I've got the balance of testimonials to show how I work with clients in a warm and compassionate way. However, I think far too often coaches fall down the route of either being too competent or overly warm. If you're too like technical or clinical with clients and don't take into account life circumstances and the client as an individual, you'll more than likely not build a relationship with your clients, which is essential to developing their fitness journey and helping them reach their goals. But on the flip side of that, if you go down the quote unquote friend route and become too familiar with your clients and perhaps come across as too soft, you will not be able to help them reach their goals and you are not implementing the fundamental skills which are needed for discipline and adherence on their part. There is a fine line and don't get me wrong, it takes time to find this balance. I want to share with you three examples of clients who checked in with me this week who I've not only built a warm and friendly relationship with but they also know that their goal is important and they show up for it daily no matter how difficult it might be at times or how tough things might seem. They trust my competence and know that I'll support them every step of the way. So this first one's from a client of mine, Alexandra, who's currently working with me on a strict improvement phase. And she says, I had a great week of training and all my lifts went up this week. My PMS started on Tuesday again. So overall, I didn't feel great and it's a busy week, but still, this had no effect on my training. I now see more visible changes in my physique and I'm starting to feel that my clothes are fitting better too. I mainly trained out of one particular gym this week and I got so many compliments from people who haven't seen me for a long time in this gym, saying how much muscle I had built and how good I looked. I also got nice messages on Instagram from people saying, it's crazy how much I've changed since started working with you, Bex. It was nice to hear from others too because I just don't see my body realistically all the time. I felt happy this week about where I am right now with my training and how these last seven weeks have gone. I'm happy that I managed to push every single session and I feel very focused and nothing is going to push me off the wagon. The second client is Q, who is competing this weekend, as I've already mentioned, and I'm seeing her in just a few days' time, and she's always very comprehensive with her weekly wins. Number one, the time has come where my next check-in on Saturday will be with you in person. To say I'm emotional is not enough. I feel overwhelmed and quite speechless that the time has come to complete the biggest goal I've ever set for myself, and I really don't know how to process this enough, but I know that I feel so satisfied as I put everything into this Bex. Number two, tough week again, but for every tough moment I become stronger and I'm faced again that prep is a massive mental game and that's the hardest bit to nail and to master my own thoughts, to be aware of moments where I could easily stop and end it there, but to push through to the next day. That is something I'm always so proud of. Number three, appreciating everything and everyone around me. I will always believe that although my work to the stage was me completing this journey, it's never been alone. I have the team, I have my family, I have you, I have so many and so many are going to be at my show cheering me on and that's the best thing about all of this, sharing my journey with everyone along the way. Number four, currently feeling so sore 
but I am proud that I always show up and attack my training fiercely no matter what. Being strong, feeling strong, this is what drives me and days when I'm off routine or I feel like I physically can't even move my arms to do anything. I remind myself that so long as I am standing, I am alive. Bring it on, I can do anything. And then finally, this one comes from Yana in Australia, who's also a prep client of mine, and she's prepping for a photo shoot in just a few weeks' time. She says, morning, Bex, my wins for the week. Number one, cardio, 110%. I can't believe how strong I have become. I can now do 50 minutes faster cardio with an average heart rate of 150. I am a machine. (laughs) Number two, strength and training. No major improvements, but I've kept all of my lifts up. I haven't gone lighter in any exercises and I slightly improved in my barbell good mornings. Number three, I'm so motivated, Bex. I'm finally starting to see the changes, the muscle definition in my body. It is so wonderful. I love how I look compared to the old me and I do want to look the best I can in May for my shoot. I'm just loving this whole journey. Number four, another one of the week was Wednesday refeed that you gave me. I savoured every single bite of those extra carbs. The evening oatmeal was just glorious. I am on cloud nine. Today I'm back down to my Wednesday pre-feed weight, pre-refeed weight. And then number five, she says, trusting the process. A huge mindset change, Bex. I would normally be constantly worried if I'm losing enough weight or if I'm looking lean enough, but I'm not. I feel at complete peace and I'm trusting this process. I'm trusting you 200% and I'm giving it my absolute all. I'm so happy with how I feel right now. These ladies are just truly remarkable and this is just some of the wins that I get from my massive team of clients. And they've been working with me for a long period of time, but from the start of their coaching journey, even from the very first onboarding call, I was able to connect with these girls and, you know, share my warmth and my competence in a way that allowed for them to trust me, to trust the process, to trust themselves when it comes to achieving their goals. When you're looking for a coach, you want to find someone that you admire, that you look up to, but also someone that is approachable and understanding. They have the knowledge and experience which is shared through their social media platforms and things like that, both with their own journey, but also that of their clients. It should be really obvious how much they care about those they work with, but also how much they know in equal measure. A coach should never undermine or belittle a client, nor should they ever make them feel uncomfortable. Building a relationship takes time and trust, and trust is built in the daily actions that you take to show up for them and for yourself online. Social media is a huge part of this, of course, and we all know Instagram is a highlight reel of someone's life. What they choose to show is often the best part of their day and their most confident selves on their page, either through their posts or their Instagram stories. But the real coaches who get the best results and achieve success with their clients are those who are able to be a little bit vulnerable, you know, but still have that balance of knowledge and expertise. I never portray to know it all and I always share how much I'm continuing to learn and develop on my own journey but also with those I work with. No client is the same, no journey is identical, not even our own during different phases of our journey. Like for example my preps, year to year, all different, improvement seasons completely different. I think too often online coaches think that they need to always show up as the expert and always have it all together with no mistakes or questions asked. This is wrong. 
in my opinion, this is not true of us as humans. And all this does is distance you from your audience and potential clients. They need to see the real you and feel connected to you and what you're about. However, this also requires a degree of balance. Yes, we all have tough days, but showing up on social media and moaning about it definitely isn't the way to handle it. Instead, share your own personal struggles or learnings in a way that reflects your personal growth. That's way more inspiring to your audience and potential clients. Equally, showing up as always being happy or cheerful or fake, honestly, your audience will see straight through it. You know, they know it's a false pretense. So try and balance out the real life stuff with the positive stuff that's really going to inspire and motivate people to follow you and potentially work with you. I could go into this in way more detail and it's something I do support all of my business clients with. You know, I want to see their warmth and competence shine through and encourage them to showcase this in the most authentic way. But ultimately, it comes down to you and your own personal reflection and growth. If you're looking to hire a coach and you're starting your own journey, you will most likely be drawn to those that you can relate to and connect with, not necessarily those who have hundreds of results alone, like tons of transformations on their page. You'll actually seek to find a coach that has that balance of warmth and competence without even realizing it because you can see the results, but you also need to feel how connected they are with their clients and their compassion towards all of those they work with. If in doubt, always reach out to some of their clients. That would be my best advice. And just simply ask them what the process has been like if you're in doubt. I encourage anyone who inquires about joining my team to do just this. You know, I think all coaches should do the same. I'm confident in my approach to supporting clients individually and know that my passion is to help anyone that works with me to feel healthy, happy, and ultimately achieve their goals. To me, there is no better feeling as a coach. Anyway, that's all I kind of wanted to jump on here and and talk about. It's been on my heart and my mind for a long time. But I need to head off now. I've got some coaching calls for business today and I've got to pack my bags for the UK. And if you're not already following me on my Instagram page, fitness underscore Bex, or subscribed to my YouTube channel, which is the exact same handle, head over there now as I will definitely be documenting my trip to the UK. And of course, vlogging everything up to the lead up to Q's show on Sunday. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and found it useful. Do me a favor, share it with a friend or somebody that you think would benefit from listening to this or post it on your story and tag me um, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye for now.